Hearts Club 2024 Opening Gambit Edition with me, Nico Tatarovich, on my own. It's a solo one, is what I'm saying. Well, hello, hello, hello. Uh, that seems to have become my version of a, of a sort of catchphrase, isn't it? I mean, I do say it every time, not on purposed. Purposed? There you go. We've already invented a new word. Purposed. Hello, hello, hello. Um, that is like my version of David Frost's Hello, good evening, and welcome. And I think it's going to stick. Now, Happy New Year, if we're still saying that doesn't feel like you really need to say it anymore. As I record this Thursday evening, a good 48 hours after I th intended to record it, uh, it is, yes, the 11th of um, January. And this episode will go up tonight, but most people will probably see it tomorrow on the 12th. And all I can say is this should really have I should really have done this a few days ago. Instead, I dropped a T and Empathy episode on Patreon, exclusively on Patreon, for those that follow me on there. And I followed it up with a solo one because it just feels like starting the year, being reflective, looking forward. Just a little bit of a reset and all that feels like the right thing to just have a little chat to you all on my own, even though I have got loads of stuff planned for you in the next few months and weeks. Loads of guests, loads of interesting stuff, especially in, uh, I know I keep going on about them, but in the bonus series, Busking Chronicles and Tea and Empathy, there's, uh, there's some already banked gold in those areas and I have also got some people that you've not met before lined up as Stupid Hearts Club guests because let's not neglect Stupid Hearts Club Classic as the uh, the original Petri dish that, that contains the starter dough of the Stupiverse, let's call it that from now on. Um, I'm very excited about this year. I'll get I'll I'll do I'll do a bit of chat about uh I'm sure we're all feeling weird wintry new start groggy energy level bullshit so we'll have a little chat on that make sure you're all all right but what's been interesting cuz I've been exhausted all December all through the holidays and the first week of January just I thought fuck I'm like back down in a 
not not in a depressed state, but in a, almost like a physically depressed, exhausted state. And then this week that we're, that we're nearly at the end of, it's like I did some boring shit. I got my tax return done, which for, for my kind of uh, CPTSD slash ADHD, whatever it is, undiagnosed struggle with grown-up stuff brain that I have the tax bill the the working out of the of the of the earnings and the invoices and the you know the certificate of interest and all that bollocks that you have to like get together for your accountant it loomed over me for weeks in a way that was almost like it's the main thing in my head and I realized after I got it done in about two and a half hours and sent it all in that I felt like like I was 16 again, walking on air. Uh, not that I walked on air when I was 16. It was it was uh, 16th birthday, I'm not sure what I did, but it was around that time that uh, the most exciting thing in my world was Manchester United having a good cup run, and <laughs> that's where we are again now, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, so yeah, been a bit tired. But I've got to strike a balance here. I don't want to overpromise, but I don't think I will overpromise now because what I can say to you all is that this little mission to make podcast generally a bigger, richer, more focused part of my life is sort of becoming truer every every few weeks, really, and. Adding adding the um, the bonus series has been a massive part of that, as has the move to Brighton, which is almost a year ago now when I first moved down here. But there's more stuff happening, which I've sort of hinted at a few times, but it didn't feel like it's sort of real enough to say. But I'm starting to get confident because uh, I have someone that is uh, you know that wanted to team up with me a while ago. And what we're doing is we're trying to come up with even more podcast ideas with or without me involved in them as a you know a voice or a host we're 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 working on various projects where we're we're trying to get some things happening in the podcast universe more as an industry and uh it feels like most of the week. Now, there's some stuff that I need to be doing or some bits that I'm working on or little pitches or or whatever that, yeah, it's just like podcast is taking up more space already. And hopefully within a few months, that will be, I'll be able to sort of share something with you and go, hey, look at this. We've, uh, don't want to, like I said, I don't want to over egg it, but sort of trying to start something. It's a bit like starting a company, but but sort of, but sort of not as well. But anyway. I hope I'm hopefully going to be involved in a load more podcasts as a sort of creator, but we will keep all this stuff going because you guys and and the audiences coming in from the other two offshoot podcasts are seriously giving me life. So I'm very excited about all that. At the same time, because I'm sort of a bit more chill, I've got a little bit of regular work going for someone as well. There's just a little bit of a lowering of pressure on the what the fuck am I doing with my week. Uh, 
as a result, my creative brain, the ba the brain that has been writing and writing and writing comedy and scripts and just wanting to be a writer, that's kind of uh, feeling like a. It's almost like I'd forgot it was there, but it's it's nice to have uh, a little bit of the back of my head still thinking of cool projects that I really want to do that I that I want to get going this year and one of those projects involves writing a bunch of books and having an accompanying music having accompanying mu music with them uh that in in uh, that largely I've already written so I've had a bit of a, an epiphany creatively but that's a bit of a watch this space like yeah I'm full of it really and if anyone out there who works in TV and comedy and whatever listens to this and says, does he still write comedy? Well, yeah, I do. Give us a bloody ring. Come and have a cup of tea with you. But, yeah, uh, the the reflection I'm, I'm grasping for here is that because I've sort of set a load of intentions last year, and I'm saying this, and again, I'm just going to qualify this. I'm talking about myself, as usual, but I'm wanting to talk generally and outwardly about being pleased to be in a a positive outlook space having been in a very very doldrumy depressy state many times over over the last say five years it is very interesting that if you put the effort into stemming the tide of whatever the shit is that's doing your head in and you start believing that there's an if you make the decision that something isn't working and that there might be somewhere else where there's another route and you start doing little baby steps and little bits and pieces towards it or it doesn't have to be this um specific but like i moved locations and i've just really noticed this week because i've gone into like where i do a bit of co-working or where uh, where I've made friends with some people that is leading to some other projects or where I've I've worked with someone and then now I know where there's a podcast studio underneath where the offices are and I'm friendly with those people and I've got a project I want to talk to them about and da, da, da. And I was just there and I just thought, oh, a year ago I came here like new in town, like when there used to be a new, a new character in um, Neighbours or Home and Away, they always came in to the cafe first with a rucksack and would have some sort of immediate problem with them and that was me last year but now a year on I now I'm like oh I just live here and I know people around here that wasn't true a year ago and so what it is is that I've started to build up and I'm starting to benefit from the effort I've made to build up new little networks of people made friends with people talk to people been open and now it's like, oh yeah, you you know, like like a friend of mine, Molly, who I will get on here as a guest, possibly on Busking Chronicles. She's an amazing uh, singer who's in a, a really cool metal band. I say really cool. I don't listen to that kind of music, but they are pretty fucking cool. And Molly's fucking sound. We'll get her on soon. Now, she works at the co-working space that I uh, use. And one night when I was trying to look for, or one day when I was trying to look for people to put on my music night stupid hearts club next one is on january 25th thursday night in two weeks 
down in Hove at the Bee's Mouth, there's going to be another Stupid Hearts Club night with some more lovely acts on. But the first time I did that was November. And Molly said to me, oh, give, give my mate Delphine a little look. Get her, go on go on Instagram, find Delphine Music. And I was like, there's this like cool young person making Kate Bush-esque, like sweet-ass, slightly synthy, programmed, operatic pop almost. It's like, oh, this is an interesting person. She came along, did the gig, was ace, did a little bit of fun chat. It's like, you're fucking cool. And now I really get on with Delphine and we're talking about other stuff that's going on in this area and whether or not we might collaborate in some way on podcast stuff and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I've just had, a, I've just had the last few days, the phone has been pinging. And the number one thought in my head is, all of this is stuff that I planted. The seeds were planted last year. And I don't know if I got to... The, I didn't get to the end of the year. I don't know how about you guys. Sometimes it's really nice you get to the end of the year and you just put your feet up and you go, oh, what I need, I'm glad that year's over. I'm just going to get into the chill and the the blue cheese and the twinkly lights and, and the carol services and the movies over Christmas. I kind of crawled over the finish line and have been sort of curled up in a ball a little bit, like not in a depressed way, just like knackered. So I didn't have that reflective end of year bit, but I'm very glad to say 11 days into the year, I'm feeling that the energy is there. Uh, So I hope that's the case for lots of people listening. If it isn't, all I can say is, Maybe, well, if it is, brilliant. But if it isn't, and you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, then I would refer you back to, if you've never listened to this podcast, like if you've not listened to it back in the day, if you go back to about, or between August 22, between August 22 and Christmas 22, you'll hear episodes of me where I'm like, on my arse trying to figure out what to do because my life was not working and lots of crap things were making me feel shit. And I sat, with a, I sat literally in bed with a pan, a pan. <laughs> I sat with my pan, my bed pan, and then I, I thought, no, this is awful. I'll just use the toilet. So I put that away. Then I got my pad and my pen, and I started going, right, I'm not going to sit here and believe that my life's shit. I'm going to fucking design a version of a, a not too distant future that's possibly reachable. Like, I'm going to, like, ask myself what I want that to look like and I started writing down what I what I wanted and I always, I sometimes find it useful to either draw like a pie chart or a, or a graph of like what's wrong and then draw the the fresh pie of what it'd be nice if it was shaped like that instead in terms of the percentages of what's going on in your life and what you wish was happening more and what you wish was happening less you know it's like think of it as a mix in music it's like Maybe we need to lower the the volume level of work you don't enjoy, slightly raise the level of seeing your friends, slightly raise the level of uh, having some hobbies that might be a side hustle, but also we need to maybe increase the health thing, but take down the drinking thing, and like up and down with all the levels and that, and you know, another analogy of that is like a pie chart, right? So. Yeah, I'm, I feel as if I'm now benefiting from the fact that 
while I was feeling shit and wasn't sure what the answer was, I did instead of just thinking, well, everything's fucked and nothing's going to get better, I just thought, that isn't logical. Just assume that it will get better if you want it to get better and sort of draw what a plan would be if you could make it happen. I didn't I didn't have any of the answers yet. I hadn't met any of the people yet. I hadn't made the move yet. It was all just what if, right? And now, and I know I'm repeating myself slightly, but I'm reaping the benefit of setting the wheels in motion or in... Uh, I know I've used this phrase before, but I think it's really true. Think about this. At the moment, where whoever you are, whatever you're doing, your life is sort of facing in a certain direction that might be, if you like, the wrong angle, that if you were an arrow getting fired, you're not, you've, you know, the gun, the gun or the arrow is not being aimed at the right angle that you're going to hit where you need to be. So what you need to do is make some changes or what you might want to do, not what you need to do. I'm not telling you what you need to do. What might work for you? is figuring out how you can slightly alter the angle of where you are facing. That's not about moving forward. That's about making some changes. Then when you've got... It feels like, oh yeah, I've set that a bit right, and I've set that a bit right. Now you can proceed, right? So now the the gun, the arrow, is pointing at the... at more of an angle that feels like it's on the right trajectory. That's a good word, isn't it? Trajectory is a big, big part of what feels right when things are going right. You're on the right trajectory. If you're not on the right trajectory, I can't say that word. If you're not on the right trajectory, that's not that's not not fixable. It's it's fucking largely fixable in the context of having a plan that you might say, well, that might take a while. This is some stuff I can fix now. This is some other stuff that I could fix maybe in six months. Or maybe if I finish that and then do that and then stop that in a year and blow up. Like, you've got to, you've got to think in time constraints as well, right? So, on that, yeah. So, basically, I feel like I, my trajectory now is bob on. And I, I, sound, I can tell that I sound positive. Well, that's not to say that everything's fucking sorted. It's not, still not, not had a telly job in 18 months. All of the podcast stuff that I do for you guys and for myself and whatever else is only bringing in a modest amount of money at the moment. And now the job that I've got to do where I've got to like meet you guys halfway is I've got to make the effort and get some help with growing my audience for Stupid Hearts Club. And T and M feet and uh, Busking Chronicles, in order to sort of increase the number of people who might, you know, a load of people might find you and follow your thing, and a small number of them might come over to Patreon. Right? That is seriously something I've got to look at, trying to get good at, so that I, you know, the class, you know, that the beautiful model would be that uh, we get enough people who are behind all this, that it just helps me make enough of a living to be able to put that bit more effort in it and we get an even better product. It is the sweet spot of uh, being a creative in this age. You know, it's, it's not easy being a creative in this age, but it is in your power to put the effort in and learn how to be smart. So that's what I'm trying to do. Um... I know there's, there are a certain amount of people that listen to this that uh, 
I think quite a lot of people are Matt Morgan listeners, and I get a lot of I've had a lot of people in the last few months saying, "Oh, when are you doing Matt's podcast again?" Now I know that uh, we were texting, and he I think he put a message up. I don't know a few weeks ago. Nothing drastic's happened. Um, I've got a lot of shit I'm trying to do, and he's had a lot going on, and it's just like there's a bit of exhaustion in the air and a little bit of uh, stopping and reviewing uh, how everything works. Um, I totally intend to, at some point, just be like having a dick out, dick about, and a funny conversation with Matt again. But frankly, I've got so much going on on this side that it'll be it might be a, a matter of us getting round to it rather than it uh it might not be like reliably like every other week or whatever like it was before uh not at the moment anyway because it's just like I've just got a bunch of shit that I need to do uh but uh I am missing us having funny chats and doing silly voices and stuff so hopefully in the next couple of months we will get that rhythm or even if it's a smaller rhythm uh, I want to see him we've not hung out I want to see him and hang out and uh, eat uh, drink pickle juice again anyway like I said sort of a bigger part of the the thing for me anyway is that I'm trying to make it that I I can sustain just my own efforts and my life and my make this into work and earn more money I've just got to like put energy into what I can actually grow and make happen and uh, have a bit of control over and uh, anyone else's podcast including Matt's isn't the best way for me to do that so yeah I'm kind of tending my own garden pretty you know with a lot of intention what's good about this is you can think oh this I wonder if this other thing is a good idea for a podcast I can then make that for you guys for free as bonus content but if that grows legs of its own that then might mutate into a another version of that thing as a proper product and that, that I try and get funded uh, or get like sponsors involved with and stuff like that so that's like something I want to happen on some level with a version of um with the with a music podcast, but also with T and Empathy, which so we're working on that. But uh, if 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 that does happen, if if something I've been giving to you guys in Patreon as a bonus suddenly gets picked up somewhere else, then I would make something else as a bonus for Patreon. That I, I want it always to be a space where you're getting more than if you were just listening for free. And um, I've not been brilliant at hitting that rhythm. But we're getting there, and I've, I've written out a diary over about four or five months so that I know what I'm supposed to do on different days. I've got... I'm busking on Sunday with a guy called Luke White up in St Albans. I had a really lovely chat with him. It's probably quite a few weeks ago now. The, really, the, the, the episode's recorded, and we've already done a bit of a strum. But because I met him busking in the street, and it's the Busking Chronicles, it would be rude to put that episode out without getting some back up and some proof of us busking in the street so on Sunday this Sunday the 14th I will be meeting Luke to have a little busk by the clock tower in St Albans I'm not going to I don't I'm not that you would be turning up but I'm hoping he's up for that around sort of uh, brunch midday-ish um, 
yeah, it's nice to make video stuff. This is another part of it is that, again, without over-promising, the intention is all of the stuff we're making, there's going to be more video elements of it that allow me to sort of promote it a bit better on Instagram, YouTube. I have opened a TikTok and a Threads account, but I'm not really in the rhythm yet of, uh, of doing that. I could probably need a bit of support doing that. Uh, I've got, there's been a couple of people involved in uh, helping me uh, produce and sort audio out and whatever. But it's still a bit nebulous and a bit kind of like when, when people have got time or, you know, it's not set in stone yet. So if you are someone who is interested in um, production, audio, sound, uh, promotion, video, or anything like that, and you feel like you'd be interested in uh, helping grow the podcast, don't be shy. Get in touch on Instagram. Uh, like I said, I've got have I have had two people in the last few months helping me out, and they've been brilliant. But um, everyone's got their own lives and their own stuff happening as well. So yeah, in a big way, I'm kind of looking to kick everything on. So if you are keen, don't be shy. Worst thing that can happen is that uh, I never talk to you and delete you and then block you and then report you. <laughs> Another sweet thing that I've got coming up is a couple more tea and empathy guests in the bag. A lady called Gillian, who I met on the seafront where I was like watching my favourite busker in the world, Fukushima Dolphin, who I will be. Please go and find him on Instagram, Fukushima Dolphin. Best fucking street artist busker I've ever seen. Like, well, say the best, just my favourite. There's loads of amazing people out there. But yeah, this guy's great and I chat to him a lot and I'm going to be doing a podcast with him, hopefully in the next two or three weeks. But yeah, there's there's a few other other music guests already in the bag, but also yeah, so tea and empathy guests. I don't know if anyone out there, those of you that listen to this, if you follow my Instagram, you might have seen it. If you don't, go and have a look. On Christmas Eve, I posted something where I'd got all like misty eyed, and I was like filming the tree outside 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 the oh god outside the cathedral in St Albans it was all blowy in the wind with all the twinkly lights and then I went in the pub and had this amazing interaction with a with a geezer who um, was quite a, a lovely chap who's like in his 70s mid to late 70s and I tried to help him get to the bar made a little space for him and I thought oh do you know what it's Christmas Eve buy him a pint it's a stranger but buy him I said hello mate can I buy you a pint and we, uh, I said hello to him and I asked him his name and he said he was called Philip and something adorable happened which is that I asked him well does he round here does he drink here a lot and he was said well no actually he says but uh, 55 years ago in 1969 I met my wife right here in this pub and he pointed over the pub this packed pub full of Christmas Eve pissed people but he pointed over and went, I met my first time I ever laid eyes on my wife was over there. And it was the sweetest thing. And she is no longer with us, which made it very, very uh, 
charged and poignant and uh but philip was in you know he was in a good he was in a good zone with it all but i'd already bought him a pint and uh it really touched it really touched me and it felt like a a little christmas magic moment where you were supposed to be nice to a person so they like he so he could say that out loud because he was just there on his own he was just like i'll go in that pub where we met and it was all rammed and he probably wouldn't have gotten got near the the atmosphere that he maybe was looking for but he actually said i'm really thank you for talking to me because he liked the fact that he was uh someone had asked him about it so he got to say it he got to say it out loud and that meant it was honoring that it had happened and i was really choked it was so lovely so i said to him i said how long are you over here for philip because he lives in america right lived in america with his wife since the mid 80s and he said i'm here till the 6th of january so i was like would you be up for me coming back up here to talk to you again and we can have a chat and he uh very thankfully said yes so last week i went and met him we did a podcast it's going to be an episode of tea and empathy i'm very excited about it because it was gorgeous and i love that story and it's exactly the spirit of why i started that podcast um one thing i'm worried about is the audio it will be fine we were chatting away with the little zoom mics and all that but slightly amusingly but slightly annoyingly there was four friends who had met up in the same t-shirt and they were four ladies who were cackling their fucking heads off over a little cake and a glass of wine in fact they were like four lady it was like double it was like a double date of a lady version of with nail and i in the in the cake cakes and fine wines scene in with with nail and i they fucking were laughing their fucking tits off and you've just got to roll with the punches when you go and do a a podcast in a in a sort of public space but the weird bit that I'm when I, I've not listened to it to edit it yet, but I'm slightly concerned that they laughed very loud at moments when Philip was saying something quite poignant. I'm a little bit concerned about that, but we will be trying to maximise the audio. There's all sorts you can do these days with my least favourite word, AI. It is uh, there are some pretty cool products out there for for uh, cleaning up audio, so we'll have a go. But yeah, very excited about that. And just generally about having all these, um, you know, projects kind of lined up. Another brilliant one that I did the other day was with my mate, Flavor Fred, who you will find on Instagram as well, who is a, uh, a wild food expert. He makes wild food products. He makes drinks. He makes all sorts of interesting things like, I don't know, I guess he may, he'll, he'll be making like pickles and krauts and um, compots and pick, yeah, chutneys and frankly, and pestos and stuff like that, right? You know, like wild, you know, wild garlic and wood roof pesto, that sort of thing. I'm making it up. But he is amazing, and, and uh, we had a, we had a we were supposed to do a forage in December, but
but it the weather was dreadful so instead we went to a fancy pants little gastro pub around the corner from me and kind of ate some cheeky food and had a little drink and we ended up a bit fucking tipsy and I so I recorded some cheeky chat and then we came back to my flat and we did the sort of serious bit of the podcast but like after two bottles of wine and then he promised to take me for a forage oof did he yes he did sir and we went the other day and even though it's sort of frozen and most stuff isn't growing at the moment within a two hours of walking around George had showed me and demonstrated to me all sorts of magical things it's so cool being with someone that really really knows a subject inside out uh, especially when it's to do with nature cannot wait to uh edit that that one and share it with you so in a way i'm sort of giving you it's like i'm being like a sort of uh i'm slightly advertising the the next few months there's going to be loads more comedy and funny stuff as well we get a bit more fun out of griggs and um and lots of other funny people tbc because i do i do think we all need a laugh i think it's going to be a brilliant year I, I I advise everyone, this is what I'm doing, I'm making sure that I have a year where I focus on what I can control and make that as happy as possible because there's so many scary things happening in the world that we can't control that I think it's really good to try and shrink down where your thinking is to as local and as uh, as, as, as involved in your trusted wolf pack as possible. What can you... What can you get happening on that level? That's a really good way of being able to stop yourself worrying too much about global situations and upcoming elections and politics and America and the Middle East and Russia and, you know, the environment and like all this stuff that sort of does hang over the era we're in at the moment. If I could say something slightly positive, even though there's like some scary shit about I tentatively think that we're coming to the end of this very, very super sensitive, odd, mega arguey, culture war uh, era. I mean, it's still there, but I think we're realising that you can tune out of it and that it shouldn't be taken too seriously. Um one of I, for me my way of dealing with that is to realize and doing all this podcast stuff and talking to people in real life is is literally been a a, a, con, uh, a concerted effort for me to go i don't want to believe that that's what the world is and that's that's what our culture is at the moment everyone fucking slamming each other online and everyone being pious it's like if you just walk around that's not sort of what's happening so one of the things I'm trying to be positive about is that although I have, I'm finding myself at odds with a lot of what's presented to us as the culture via your phone and weird algorithms and YouTube videos that you didn't even, you watch one thing thinking it's a bit weird and now YouTube serves up more shit like that. Like, I think we're all becoming aware that you could, any of us could easily end up being quote-unquote 
what's the word? In a, I mean this in a with a with a small r, radicalized by algorithms making us take in certain points of view, like across the board. I might add, it's not a left or a right thing anymore. I don't think. I think it's pretty fucking well established by now that there is some bananas shit being bought into across the political spectrum, which I didn't expect to see in my lifetime, but it's fucking happened. And uh, I'm not having it. I believe that community and genuine face-to-face -face interaction can start to heal some of that feeling that we're all so polarised. In fact, I know I know it's true because because that's that's uh, what I've spent the last best part of the last year doing. Highly recommend starting conversations with people in the street and in shops and cafes. And I mean, I know like all the northern listeners mainly people are like that out there anyway. I know that sounds patronising to people who aren't northerners, but it's sort of true. You get in a taxi in Glasgow. And you are having a fucking natter, big time, straight away. Uh, maybe not quite the case. Some, yeah, you do get some chat. To be fair to cabbies in London, but in the street or on the tube or whatever, it's not happening, is it? Regardless, wherever we are, there is a version of a community in your area, and I. I highly recommend for your own happiness and our own happiness just it's not like you have to be part of literally the community center or doing meals on wheels or whatever although the, all that stuff's fucking great as well helping clear a canal or doing a mural like there's nothing wrong with that but not everyone's got time for that but just sort of feel like you know just I've just been trying to think, I care, if you're around here, and you know, I think we're all here, we're all just all here, and I care about all of you, and doing a podcast has, or doing several podcasts, sort of taught me the value of having these conversations, and you lot making the effort to talk to me, or make a comment, or send me an inbox, does the same thing. So it's like feedback and gratitude is dead good. So I've I've benef benefited from that from you lot. What I would say to you lot is try and make sure that you you benefit from it as well. Because we're all here. It isn't just me. I'm the one talking. I know you're you're listening right now. But we are. This is us doing this, not just me. And uh. I love it when you comment. I want people not to be shy this year about saying, what about talking about this? Or what do you think of that? Um, you know, like I know I don't have the, the size of an audience that like Matt has where he can ask a question and there'll be like a hundred comments suggesting things for him to ask or talk about or things to say to Noel Gallagher or whatever. I've not got that, that size of an audience, but I know there's enough of you that if you want to, you could involve yourself a little bit more in shaping where all this goes. I also want to say, I don't know how I do this yet, but I'm going to say it out loud so that I get held to account. One of the ways that we can make this grow 
I mean, if you're out there listening to this and you like it, you know, I don't, I don't expect anything from anyone, but you can help me or we can help this little thing that we've got going. We can help it grow by getting more people to know about it. Now, I'm, I can't sit here and say, right, off you go, go and do a load of promotion for me. But what I wonder is, I wonder if anyone would be interested in having a Zoom call. If you listen to this show and you like it as a little community and you can see the potential in it, put your, don't, don't, well, you can inbox me if you want, but just sort of mark your interest as a comment on the Patreon or on my, or in Instagram and say up for a Zoom or just put Zoom or whatever it is, I don't know not really thought this through but what would be interesting is at some point in the near future for me to get a sense of who else who is listening out there that would like to help this get bigger and better and 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 it there'll be a way of doing that that we figure out a way of making it like there's a what's the word an incentive or uh we think of a reason to make that cool other than it's just like, I'm asking you to do shit for me. Like, how about we do, like, this is off the top of my head. We have a Zoom call. We have a brainstorm about what the thing is. Like, it's a little crowdfunded thing and then there's going to be an event and then we can go to it and blah, blah, blah. And then we'll be able to say that or we'll be able to make a, a video and you guys are in it and da, 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 da. I don't know what it is yet, but I just want to do a thing that... that uh lights the blue touch paper on a on a communal effort uh that involves you lot because you lot are the reason this exists i could sit here and talk shit every week of course i could but it only i only managed to keep doing it and have it up to my game because i've had like a year and a half two years of nice feedback from people so it's like i fucking care about what you want to see happening uh, yeah, man. You know, you know, especially like I've got regulars, and it doesn't matter whether you're a regular or not for listening to this. But there are regulars who now like their names that I'm so used to seeing that uh, you know, you can't help thinking, well, what? How can we? Uh, how can we uh, make it feel mutually beneficial? You know, answers. On a postcard, ideas in in messages, ideas in in uh, in the thread on Patreon, in my inbox, under a Instagram post. Do whatever you want. Don't be shy, but don't be rude. I do get the odd person being rude, and I also get people that I think, in a very well-meaning way, sometimes get people asking me questions via. DMs or whatever that if it, you wouldn't think it when you're just thinking something out loud and sending a question but if I've got like 40 people asking me when I'm next going to be on Matt's podcast for example I haven't got the answer for you and might not be thinking about that or there might be some other shit going on and there might be life stuff happening or whatever and I know that it's it's like out of people showing basically concern or warmth 
but it's it's a strange thing. I've not been in that. Uh, I've heard like Blind Boy talk about the strangeness of uh, different types of uh, interaction with people out there on in, on social media and in messages can it could be heavy, you know. Um, but I've got to be clear. I do love hearing from people. People are welcome to jump into a DM, say hello, ask a question, be respectful, suggest something, mention some music, talk about someone that might be a good guest or whatever, you know, and I can I can take a bit of a bit of constructive criticism, although not not really. Don't do that. <laughs> Just be nice. But uh it's a perilous thing as well. Uh, without being specific, I can tell you that there are times where, you know, it's social media. Over the years of social media, going back to all the way to whatever, let me think, 2010-ish onwards, that's when I first started really engaging with that. There's been a few times along the way where someone you don't know starts to think that they do know you and then some weird shit goes down. And I think everyone's experienced that. It's got nothing to do with necessarily just having a podcast or whatever, but we don't, we still try, I don't still think, I still don't think that we fully understand the universe of what we've unleashed with this uh, super connected world. But uh, if you ever are like trying to reach out to me and not getting a reply, it isn't because I'm thinking fuck you and I'm being rude. There's just sometimes some things that can be talked about. Sometimes they can't be talked about and other times I'm just thinking something fucking weird might have happened and uh, I'm just like I'm just going to not be in my phone so much. That, by the way, is a big one this year. I mean, I want to do all this stuff. You need social media to do this stuff. But by God, do I need to do the old thing that everyone's talking about of, uh, you know, make your phone and all the stuff on it. It's a tool for you to use, not the other way around. Because my phone, I've gone to an insane level of mindless phone checking. And the minute you open something, you sort of have a quick look that that sort of 15 20 minute scroll it's like you're stood over a pan and it's burning and you're just staring into your phone uh i'm actually slightly worried that i've gone to a, a the heaviest addictive type space i was like right i'm gonna leave my phone in my room and i've got a a phone that's not got a sim card in it so that's got an, i can use my alarm i can still have like uh insight timer and have a little or have a little uh, meditation on there and like an alarm clock with Spotify on it as a phone isn't going to keep me awake looking at Instagram so I left my real phone in the living room and I was like well I'll use this old iPhone off grid if you like and I, and I, and I bragged about it to my son who's actually admirably becoming very good at uh, advice on weaning yourself off gadgets uh, especially the phone 
and he was chatting to me last week, so, and he said to me, he said, Dad, leave your phone in the other room. And, oh no, what was the thing? He said, um, when you wake up, do you look at your phone straight away? And I was like, yeah, I do, sorry. And he was like, when you wake up, try and have 10 minutes where it's like, that isn't what you do straight away. Just like, get a sense of the universe first. I'm like, who's the fucking dad round here? Who's, who's giving who advice? Uh, he was absolutely right, and I loved it. I loved that. He's a deep lad, my lad. And actually, I've just thought, I promise you, George, I wasn't saying this knowing you were listening. I know you're listening now. If it's any time past 11 o'clock, all right, half 11, and you're still listening to this, practice what you preach. Get your phone off, you little shit. <laughs> I love you. I mean, that's a subject in itself, isn't it? Now I'm uh, now I'm having to ignore that my son might be listening, but just talk about that as a as a thing. Um, anyone out there who is in comedy, telly, acting, radio, writers, journalists, people that go on bloody panel shows, discussion shows, anyone who fucking farts their voice out at people, nearly you know a huge amount of those people are obviously going to have. Friends, family, children, all the rest of it. It's quite a strange thing. You don't think about it very often. But I'm very comfortable with the idea that I'm just doing what I'm doing. And if someone happens to hear it, they happen to hear it. But it also presents a brilliant opportunity for me as using my master criminal mind to subliminally plant ideas in... uh, in my son's head or just make up shit so that he feels sorry for me like um yeah oh man like i don't know he probably isn't listening to this so i tried to buy him a horse i tried to buy him a horse and uh sadly it died no that's horrible no not that sorry george <laughs> Another major intention for the year. Oh, God, I've already put too much of a mouth on it. I've got a doctor's appointment next week. Nothing to be scared of, but blood sugar, bit high. The word statins was mentioned. Come in, we're going to have a chat, blah, blah, blah. Blood sugar, blood pressure. You know, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, I'm 50 this year, right? It's a very, very big year. I actually... A lot of people get scared with the big birthdays. I'm buzzing because I've set myself into a trajectory that I am happy with. I'm buzzing about being 50 this year. I'm going to make sure I have a mega year. However, the brilliant year I had last year involved a fair bit of pale ale, quite a lot of sausage rolls, and... I did, I've walked a lot. I've not really done proper exercise. I've really got to, to make a bit more of an effort with health. I was going to say fitness, but we all know I'm not going to be a fitness freak. But a general raising of the bar for health. 
and now it's what's interesting that the, the bit the, the bit of me that is like going oh my god I am actually fifty, is that is just like a very. That's a, like a poster of that age. It's like bang fifty, like, yeah, a fifty-year-old human body. You can't treat it like a thirty-two-year-old human body, and it be okay. Or, or you can, but you'll be fucked by the time you're 60. So there's a little bit of a wake-up call coming along with, with uh, the age. But that's fine, because all the shit I want to do, all the music, all the podcasting, writing, being a bit more business-minded, just like whatever, being a, a, a you know an open human being... That all lends itself to sort of... That's all better if you feel good and feel well anyway, right? So a big... A big, uh, a lot of respect to anyone out there who's currently going through whether you're trying to do dry January or or you've set this year as a... as a You know, you've set yourself the task of, of achieving dietary alcohol addiction or... Uh, health goals or creative goals or just like changes where you're saying I need to do it I'm fucking right with you you can share that with me it's not easy to uh, to do what we know would be good for us it just isn't it's so weird it's so unfair because we know it'll feel good you will 100% feel better that's a good enough reason to do it but there's distance between you and that feeling and there's less distance between you and a bag of kettle chips so sometimes the kettle chips win don't they but um i think that's where support and doing doing healthy stuff with other people comes in i'm not great with willpower not great with focus um i'm mates with a guy who i actually first met in the television industry, Shane, who was a a big um, fancy pants commissioner and comedy dude, gave me my first sort of opportunity to make a, a little sketch show thing for Channel 4 many years ago. Saw him at a do uh, just before Christmas at uh, my good mate Rufus Jones's house, which was a wonderful evening. We must get Rufus on here. Rufus is fucking good value. He's a very funny lad. Very sharp lad. Anyway, very generously had a bunch of people around and we all got pissed till whatever time in the morning. And good old Shane said to me, in the new year, get yourself a cheap little bike. We're going to go out, it's going to be a group of us, and we're going to have regular weekend morning long fucking cycling meetups. And that, that is, I will do that. Whereas if I just say I'm going to buy a bike and go cycling... It won't happen on the regular. You've got to sort of force things into your diary, haven't you? I mean, that, in a way, that's that's why the podcast things improved because I was held to account a little bit by uh, Ollie. And here we are. Uh, I realised that you've had to wait. There was a bit of December, January crossover shit where you've had to wait. No word of a lie, there's loads of stuff lined up that's coming for you guys uh, I think 
my pledge to you is that by the time I am celebrating my actual 50th birthday at the end of April, this whole little universe that we've got going is going to feel like a well-oiled machine, or at least an oiled machine. <laughs> a machine that's not completely out of oil. And there's going to be loads of cool shit happening. Some of us hopefully will know each other a little bit more because you want to get involved. And the stupid Hearts Club universe will be starting to bear fruit that we couldn't have dreamed of um, two years ago when I started it, sat in a funny little cottage in a remote village in Bedford. Ladies, gentlemen, and everybody else, I send you best wishes for the new year. Thanks for listening. Lots of entertainment coming soon. I fucking love yous. George, go to bed. <laughs>